Hey everybody and welcome to episode 133 of the Revive Hill podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So everybody, welcome back to the show, episode 133. We're on the move. We're on the groove. We're on the move. Yeah, I should probably stop that. Um, <laughs> but hope you're all, hope you're all well. Uh, as always, got a few bits just to do in terms of telling you all about um, yeah some of the things that we've added to the shop. So this week, if you head over to www.reviveyourself.co and click on the shop, or just go to shop dot revive yourself dot co you'll be taken to the revive yourself shop where we've got lots of quality high quality supplements that are going to help you to boost your immune system help you to chill out toxins and heavy metals and protozoa and parasites and um yeah just going to give you your body the the energy the positive energy that it needs um obviously one i would love to talk about living fuel from from um well, it's in the evolution organics um, link there. It's the best all round product by now. We've got our toothpaste there and skin products. Could be adding a few more to that too. And uh, I put up a, a post the other day about my morning tonic, which I do chop and change, but at the moment I, I'm having um, it with a little bit of pale powder. Um, which you'll find under the ancient purity link on the on the uh, on the um yeah on the shop the ancient purity link and i've got also have some vitamin c in there which we'll find there the liposomal vitamin c and the liposomal vitamin d3 and k2 i've been putting that in there uh along along with um obviously we have a freshly squeezed lemon um in there and uh yeah a couple of other ingredients and what actually what else did i put in there um got a few different things oh yeah the bitters you'll find the the bitters and ginger on the evolution organics link as well as the liver support so it's an immune boosting liver cleansing tonic it's also actually the bitters and ginger really help the gut too um and i always wash it down with two probiotics from seed which are which are awesome so yeah that's all all on all in our shop uh, also our Aries tech emf blocking devices are down there if you click on that if you want to block any 5g any emf um definitely want to be getting them on your phone your laptop um putting it around yeah in your car if you use bluetooth we've also got our um uh, our aquatair water filtration systems on the site for one two three or four bedroom houses whether you've got soft or hard water um, if you need to know what one to choose, you should be able to Google it. If not, you'll send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.com and we can process that order for you too uh, with the Revive, uh, with the with Aquatera and through the Revive Yourself link. Um, also, we've got our blue blocking glasses from blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. Um, got a great interview with Andy Manth if you haven't listened to that. But if you head over to blueblocks.com, and you're looking for your blue blocking glasses. You've got ones for the daytime to block the artificial blue light. Um, not time for sort of like dusk 
and also for the evening the red the red glasses that take out all blue light um which if you listen um to the interview you'll be certain you need to start doing that as artificial blue light is is actually as dr jack cruz said i'm trying to get him on the show for us he said it's actually much worse than smoking now so we need to pay particular attention to that and um yeah, if you type in the code REVIVE, you're going to get 10% off of any blue blocking glasses. And also, if you head on over to www.essentialoilwizardry.com, you can actually find that link on the Revive Yourself shop. If you go through that link, you've got all the best essential oils in the world there. And you can even make your own blend, but you've got different essential oils with different ailments. If you've got skin irritation, you may be poor asleep, or you need some to be more mental alert. You've got all Dr. Nick Berry, you know, the best in essential oils in the world who is putting together his own blends um, from Portland, Oregon. It's better than organic. If you haven't listened to my episode with him, then I suggest you do. Uh, revive Yourself, Ryan Martin, Revive Yourself with Dr. Nick Berry. Have a listen. And if you put in the code REVIVE, uh, just put in the code REVIVE, just with small letters there, you'll get 10% off the best um, the best essential oils on the planet by none too. So that's what we're going there. And I said before, websites being made over, got a few different things going on. So yeah, exciting times. Um, this episode, today's episode, is with a client of ours. That client is Helen Jacobs. She um, has a fascinating story that I wanted to get out to you guys. She is someone who got attacked and basically left for dead um, when she was younger. And then she also got a diagnosis of giving 100 days to live by the oncologist saying that she had uh, a non-Hodgkin's form of uh, uh, um, cancer and lymphoma cancer and um, she didn't listen to them and she's still alive and kicking and not only that, she's looking and feeling better than she ever has before, four years later. It just goes to show what happens when you don't listen to the death sentence that has been that's given to many people by these doctors. Uh, fascinating story and also why she came to us and how she's been getting on and, and the journey she's on now and, and the fact that she's actually got some exciting news um, she's been talking and she's releasing a book etc so I wanted to get her on here to tell you her story because she goes a lot deeper than that and tells us exactly what she went through and how she discovered natural healing and natural health um, and, yeah, and where it led her so without further ado here she is enjoy the show and I'll see you on the other side one second i've just got to do um, should be fine now we're going yep got you perfect perfect how are you today you're right great perfect so i've just got to get a few of these little things out of the way here so i can just see everything good so yeah let's uh let's talk about your journey let's talk about what's what's been going on let's been talking about where you where you were and where you are now so um for everyone out there listening uh, Helen is one of my clients. She's come through a remarkable journey. Um, been working with each other for the last, um, I'd say, what's it been about eight, ten weeks now, maybe? Yeah, yeah, ten. yeah but ten weeks, about ten weeks. And uh, I think we'd spoken a couple of times before we worked together. I think you'd been um, like aware of my work for a little while. Uh, I think for other, for other people, but um, for people. Yes. Yeah, a couple of years. Um, yeah. That's what sometimes it happens. You know, sometimes people follow us. I, I get quite a lot of times. It takes people a little while just to, to just to get to know someone, um, or or just like before they. Yeah, yeah. Take uh, sometimes people hear about my work and 
they message straight away. Other times it takes people a little bit longer because um, they're going through different things. But um, for people out there, Helen, um, what what was uh, yeah? Who are you? What you've been going through, and, and what's your journey been? <laughs> well, I'm I'm Helen, uh, affectionately known as the Dragonfly Lady. Um, yeah, it's been been a hell of a ride over the last sort of fifteen twenty years, really. Um, what do you want to know? I mean, I was always overweight. I've lost over 19 stone in weight, which is quite a thing to get your head around because that's, you know, a whole other person. So I'll tell you what, let's, so let's go. So let's, let's go from you. So when you started, so when, when you started on your health journey, uh, I mean, cause when you, when you came to us about, uh, 10 weeks ago, you had certain things that were still unresolved that you were looking to, to work on. But what was what was the start of yeah we'll go back as far as you can like what was the start of your journey into into the natural health world why did you start looking at natural health alternatives compared to the medical model what was because you had quite a lot go on um, in the past um, if you're willing to share the, share the story so yes. people understand yes back in. Um... 2006 I was on my way to an appointment and I was jumped by two guys and viciously assaulted it ended up uh, with me being you know savagely raped and then they didn't stop there they uh, jumped on my abdomen and were kicking it in basically and I I did try to fight back but I ended up getting stabbed in the throat as a consequence Mm. and so I was sort of left for dead at the scene and I woke up from that nightmare in hospital paralyzed, which lasted for seven years. Um, so my journey into holistic health came because after giving birth to my son, because I was actually pregnant at the time that happened to me with my youngest child, um, after giving birth to him, I was refused treatments because first of all, I was pregnant, then I gave birth, then I was most insistent on breastfeeding. Um, so they wouldn't give me the protocol drugs for that type of thing so I ended up with um, several infections infection after infection but uh, breast milk uh, having been tested several times you know once a month it was it was superb condition so I carried on feeding him so I couldn't actually get treated till after 2008 and then they started operating um, but instead of fixing the problem they just kept removing bits and so each time I'd gone for an operation in the belief that, you know, I believed them. They kept sort of holding my hands and telling me it was going to be okay, this will fix it, you know. And I went for several rounds of abdominal surgery and they just kept hacking bits off. So I lost more and more and more organs, actually whole organs, from inside my abdominal wall. Um, I had to have the whole wall, wall rebuilt with metal, so it's Teflon mesh. Um, and yeah, so it's it's quite robotic in there. It's all being held together by clips and staples and this this big metal grid. But then it got to like 2010, and I'd gone for a consultant appointment. And in my head, you know, they had kept telling me they were going to fix it, and I was able to sit at that point. But prior to that, I wasn't even able to sit. So I was sitting up in a wheelchair, and I got I got wheeled in, and. The consultant did all sorts of tests. I mean, he was—he said he had to, you know, stick things in everywhere, basically. And 
it was the most horrific thing. You know, I'd explained that I, I had previously been raped and I didn't really want him to do that. I wanted, you know, a, a, a talk, com- conversation about how to proceed in the future. But no, no, he was most insistent. I wouldn't feel anything, you know, but I did. I felt everything. And so this convinced me that what they were saying to me didn't match what I was actually feeling. Um, I was able to twitch my thigh with extreme concentration. So when he was holding my hands and basically telling me I was mentally ill and I'd just have to get used to doing everything for a seated position, I just basically started swearing, screaming, shouting. I was determined to get out of there and I've just never gone back. Um, I did have reconstructive surgery to fix the damage that they had done in 2012 privately um and i've i've never looked back since i've just been holistic all the way ever since then so that was my introduction into holistic health i stopped trusting them because they kept telling me it was going to be okay and it just wasn't they were just making everything thousand times worse and removing organs i mean the only thing they didn't distract was my kidneys and liver which you know they were about to start so i basically told them where to go and i i woke up basically it's a bit, it's a quite a like, fascinating story that Helen, like you skirted over things quite, quite a lot there. Like when you, because a lot of people will be saying, well, how, how did, for when you actually got attacked, you said you were pregnant with your, with your child, um, but they were jumping up and down in your stomach. How, like, isn't it quite remarkable that your baby was still being able to be born? Wasn't, wasn't actually, wasn't actually completely, killed. Completely. I, I call him my miracle child. Yeah. Um, completely, really? it, it was an absolute, uh, absolute miracle that he he survived. I didn't even know that of his existence until I woke up in the hospital, and they told me that we can't treat you at the moment because you're you're pregnant. And it, it was um, eighteen weeks. Eighteen weeks. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I didn't believe it. They had to take me down to the kidney stone scanning machine, which is the the screen is the size of a bedroom wall, I guess, and uh, they they put that on to show me and sure enough that you know I could see him swinging about from that moment you know I was absolutely determined they weren't going to interfere with that process I was having him so 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 you didn't actually have him at 18 weeks he was still in at 18 weeks yeah and I carried him to full term right so I mean that's very impressive like no and, and absolutely no damage at all to to him to him no I mean, it's remarkable. No. Like, it's remarkable. And so the surgery... I they... and quiet and focused that he was going to be born no matter what. And and that was that was how it was. I mean, just, just for like... Because you said you had to have surgery on your stomach um, to put yes. it back in. That didn't interfere with his baby at all? No, I I, had, I waited till afterwards. You waited till afterwards. Yeah, okay. that's what I said, 2008. That was 2008. Oh, okay. happened, 2008. I breastfed him till he was nearly two. Right, okay. He right. was two months. Right, and so yeah, okay. So I mean, it's quite remarkable that that. I mean, yeah, you said I definitely, definitely, I reckon it is a miracle child for that to to continue to, to be able to survive that. I mean, it's, it's quite remarkable. So, so you said you never went, you never went back after that after no. that experience. And so, what was so? Where did you start to? Where did you start to look? What did you start to research? How did you start to think? Well, what did you start to think in terms of what? How am I going to get better? What was your next? What was your next step? Well, my next, my first of all, because I could feel things internally when he was doing all the invasive tests, he was basically doing nerve tests. And um, I'd had a complete collapse of my nervous system. So the nerves had actually been severed in the abdomen where they'd been operated on so many times. 
they just weren't connected. So, so um, signals from my brain weren't going down. So I researched that first, and it led me to finding out about Qigong. And I've been a Qigong practice um, religiously uh, several times a day ever since then. I mean, I started paralyzed flat on my back, but I was introduced to a guy online called Bruce Francis, who he also had a broken back and several injuries when he started. And he's now one of the top specialists in the world for teaching Qigong. So it's it's internalized. So you, you start with internal work and that radiates outwards. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that that process, going through that martial, sort of mixed martial arts mindset and process of Qigong and then later taking up Tai Chi. Yeah. I mean, even from paralyzed, I still did the work and I still, so by the time I could sit and go in and move my arms and do that work in person, I was already there because the mindset was already there. I'd already had been training extensively to use my inner organs, my inner nerve channels, my inner muscles, rather than conventional exercises from the outside in. So conventional rehabilitation, I didn't stand a chance. Yeah, I think people need to understand. It's like a it's usually people out there that are listening that don't know Qigong and Tai Chi. It's something that we use in our programs like a, a lot because it's um, – People, as you said there before, the conventional exercises from the outside in, um, and it's what we call working out. You know, things that um, people go to the gym and they work out and they can feel good after because they've released endorphins, but then they can feel quite tired because they've used their body's life force energy. Whereas Qigong and Tai Chi are all about cultivating energy and and, and working in. It's what we call working in. So they actually leave the body with more life force than when they started. So it's like, it's what the chi, chi in Tao means energy. It's what the Indians call prana. And so it's very interesting you mentioned that because it's just, just trying to get people, because a lot of people out there, Qigong and Tai Chi are still, I mean, people people might know Tai Chi and they might have seen it in like maybe movies or they might know something. They might, they might, tai Chi is getting a bit bigger, but Qigong is still relatively underground in terms of people knowing what Qigong is. Um, and as you say, it's like a martial arts thought behind it, but it's more they're more of like moving slow. Well, Tai Chi is like a moving meditation. Qigong is more of like a, a moving breath work that really allows you to stimulate stimulate your body's, yeah, your body's chi, your body's life force. Um, and when you've done these, you can really feel energized like internally and you can actually feel through these every cell every it's cell not just muscles it's through every cell every hair even 100 percent. i mean it's a thick practice i don't know if you've actually done it in the group i'll send it to you to like tai chi circles and you can actually feel after the buzz around you this is why people don't understand how important this sort of hearing is people think it's like woo woo and i say to people you know have you ever walked into a room and felt the energy not great you're like oh it doesn't feel good in here now that is the frequency that is the energy and this is what people need to understand and everything is energy and so when it comes to healing and being able to put that life force that energy that chi through your body uh, and working at a cellular level um all the way through to the organs you know uh, through to the nerves the, the, auto, the autonomic nervous system all the way through i mean giving your body that that life force and also giving your your mind that stimulation that visualization of how it's working internally as well as even eventually externally it's a big big play it's like it's like um 
I can't remember. There's actually a study showed someone that uh, I think it was a uh, it was a martial artist who broke his leg, um, and every night he was doing qigong and tai chi. But he's also internally he was listening to sound uh, vibrations uh, healing. Is that Steve Rowe? Yeah, it might be Steve Rowe. Martial arts. I I I trained with them. Right. Being paralyzed through to walking, becoming a runner, and then doing. Uh, Kung Fu I trained with them Um, I just want to add something though because you touched on it briefly and before we go off I I want to just come back you said about working out and working within when I was training properly training like going and and, and sitting in my wheelchair at first and then when I could stand for 10 seconds only I still carried on doing it it was being still and focusing inwards was harder than any aerobic exercise or weightlifting workout I've ever done since. So it's learning to stand, learning to be still, and just concentrate on what every single millimeter of your body is actually doing on the inside. That is stunning work. It's not just for the faint-hearted. I mean, people go to these classes, I've seen it, hundreds of times they go to these classes and think oh I'll do this nice relaxing thing you know but to actually focus and really get to know your body internally is is an amazing journey and I'm you know a billion percent really sort of overwhelmed that I did that because it's that which saved me and it put me in touch with people's people were saying doctors were saying oh you're never going to use your legs again you're never going to be able to walk again and I was like, yeah, but they're just looking at the outside. There's thousands of parts inside that I'm sure I can reach. And I did. And it's just, you know, they, their way was dosing me up on painkillers, tranquilizing drugs, diazepam, all sorts of uh, mind-numbing substances because they thought that I was upset. I was well, upset because I didn't want to listen to their what they were saying. Well, it's the, these ancient practices. I think it's what you said there is it's huge. People don't understand how. It's just why people don't want to meditate because they say they can't sit still, they can't just relax or be with themselves. So doing doing things like these practices, it gets you to know yourself a little bit better as well in terms of 100%. yeah, what you what you um how long you can just sit with yourself there's a lot of people don't like this is why people in the constant world of distraction because they don't actually like to sit with their own thoughts they actually like themselves or they don't like what they might think about and these are the thoughts that you know people are so focused on left brain logic rather than creativity and actually going inward and actually understanding people don't like to meditate so some of the things that we do on our, our program right Helen we go like this discovery walks or I say just put, take, put the phone away and so start have a little walk and think about things it's amazing what you can come up with me anymore no it's uh, it's amazing what you can come up with since the program i never take it out when i go out and so i mean that's huge because it gives you time just to sit and think about things right and that's something that most people in today's world don't do anymore because they're constantly having some sort of distraction whether it be the mobile phone whether it be a tv yeah a program pocket i mean great it's got some information out there but sometimes you know there's a internal like thought that your gut feeling you know you know when things are right or wrong you just it's something more compass no one has to tell you and so you get a feeling and that's sort of it's almost trying to be numbed out by the amount of things that we're doing today in terms of poor food quality poor water and then all these energetic frequencies but it's something that you know no no machine can can tell you that 
and this is a, th- a feeling you've got with inside you. And when you do more work like it, you, it becomes a louder, becomes it comes louder and louder, and, and it's harder for you to ignore. Uh, and like your intrinsic gut feeling, I always say to people, has it ever led you wrong? When you think about your gut feeling, has it ever led you wrong? Never. No, and that's because I it's, think, I think from it, from in my case in particular. Um, Obviously, you know, it was a massive thing that happened to me. I was on my way out one day. It was just past 10 o'clock in the morning, and this thing happened. So having a baby, yeah, it was a distraction. I had him. I breastfed him. I then started the road with trying to fix it. But it was like there was so much dark demons. You know, I, I there was many, many weeks, months. I, I don't even know where I'd be just be lying there, willing myself to not wake up, just to, to be gone, because I just couldn't handle the overwhelming sensation that this thing had happened, you know, and and nobody was listening to me. Everyone was just like, oh, she's upset, the poor love, you know, she's upset, of course she's sad, you know, but I didn't want to be in that position. I didn't want to be lying there just with people having to bring me things and listening to my children playing and and, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I, I closed my eyes one day and I opened, I opened them about nine months later and it was Christmas. You know, it was like because I was so dosed up on drugs and I didn't want that because I'd never, I'd never taken anything before. So I, I just didn't want that existence. And then it was, it was most profound when I was doing the work, the internal work. It was like um, the guy, he was from Shikom Martial Arts. He just kept saying to me, before you can move, you have to learn to be still. You have to like it. You have to love it. You have to fall in love with being still and just being you in that stillness. So that was the first part. I mean, that that took many months. And by it's, the time it's I, it's amazing. Got, That's good. That is in, in terms. So for you to involve, in order for you to move, you have to love being still. Yeah, I, I literally I couldn't get my head around it. I was like, what the hell? You know, and they they were giving me. Uh, one guy gave me a clipboard to hold. Right, no word of a lie. He said to me, I want you to hold your hand out. And he put the clipboard on my hand. And he said, right, in 10 minutes, that's going to feel like a kilo. And, you know, he said, I want you to keep your arm perfectly still. You're not allowed to move a single millimeter. And, of course, the resistance from the clipboard being placed on my hand, I started to learn what that meant in your arm, how many millimeters are in your arm. And the weight of that clipboard slowly started to penetrate down millimeter by millimeter by millimeter until it got to my like the, my bicep and my tricep. And then I got to know what they were and my brain could register what they were. And so through stillness, I learned where every muscle in my body was by doing these simple things. And when they first started talking to me about this, I thought they were insane. I was like, but I just want to walk. You know, and they were giving me clipboards to hold. It's a little bit like um, the karate, a little bit like the Karate Kid when he's when they he's like the Mr Miyagi. He's giving them all these ancient wisdom. They've been around for a reason. They're around for a reason. They have these sayings for a reason because it's like the op- whatever you think the opposite is true. But when they when they like for example, he wants to learn how to do martial arts and he's getting to wax on and wax off. And what little does he know? He's actually teaching him the, the defense move. But this is what they they do. A lot of martial arts has got a lot of wisdom and people question it and then they realize is that aha moment or oh, what they're trying to teach me and very very oh, just important kept feeding it in feeding it in you're a needle in cotton wool right now there's a needle in there it's going to be sharp focused it's going to be it's going to reach out when the time comes but at the moment you're soft you're cotton wool this is the state we want you in so you can learn 
And my ego was like, well, what the hell is going on here? You know, I didn't want to know. I just wanted to get up and move. I just wanted to move something. So how did you find this guy? Online, Bruce Francis, first of all. He, he but, but, what, but, what, but, what, but what persuaded you to go down that route? Because um, it's, it best... it's quite a niche to say, oh, I'm going to start doing Qigong. If I go from somewhere like that they're saying, you're never going to be able to move again, to so you looking it up like, and finding him. What, what was it that made you find Basically, that? Basically, the, the basic plain truth of it is I just started typing in various injuries into Google and asking... Um, you know, I wanted I wanted to meet somebody who had really recovered, and I wanted to see how they really recovered. And during that process, I came into contact with some doctors, private doctors in Singapore, Chinese therapists, and Bruce Francis. He he was very fluent in Chinese, um, but he lives in Australia, and he'd had a broken back. He was he was attacked. He had a broken back. And he got up from that and he was pretty much doing his Qigong practice pretty much straight away and it saved his life. And I wanted to speak with him and find out. I wanted to know, you know, how, why, what happened, you know. And through, through once I'd got the word Qigong, you know, then I started learning. And that led me to uh, Qigong Martial Arts was fairly local to me at the time where I was living. And I contacted them and then I learned of Steve Rose injuries. And it was like the universe was guiding me all the way because... He had phenomenal injuries, like you say, about his leg. He'd, he'd, you know, they'd told him he'd, he'd never, he'd never have that leg. You know, he was, he was supposed to have it amputated, but you know, there he was, still teaching with it. So challenges be gone. You know, yeah. there was, there was no challenges to me. I mean, I later, obviously, you know, because of all the, the surgeries and everything, you know, I did start to develop cancer cells. But I had an immune response because uh, immune deficiency, I had no spleen, my pancreas had gone. Um, they, they started saying, you know, that my body just couldn't cope and it, it started shutting down and cancer cells had started to progress with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. But even then, I was so far into the journey by then and I'd already started following you and I'd already started listening to your podcast by then. And then, of course, Jason Christoph came, joined the party, and he was all about self-sabotage. And I realized that perhaps that was a key component to what subconsciously I had been doing. So I gave back my motability car, which I was never using. I gave back all the disability benefits, which I didn't want because I, I, I in my head, I wasn't disabled. And I just carried on going. Um and I carried on doing work and then um, I got myself to a reasonable level of health and then I contacted you so we could sort out the rest. <laughs> so, so that's awesome. So when, so when you got that, so this is the thing, so you're going through it, you're getting better and then you get that same when you get some, oh, some cancerous cells. Was that a big shock to the system? Yeah, because they were saying that I'd be dead within 100 days because they couldn't um, treat everything. But it takes uh, quite a, it's, it's it takes quite a strong. Well, it takes. I want to, I want you to get into that. But I just want to say, people out there, it takes a strong person to get through that because 
a lot of people, what happens when the doctor says you'll be dead in a year or six months is they die. They literally, they literally, their body and their mind uh, are intrinsically linked and they believe, they believe it because they've been taught for such a young age that doctors are rock stars. Everything they say is right. The doctor doesn't believe it. It's amazing. I mean, I, I'm dealing with one of my, my cousins at the moment has got a brain tumor and, they, and they, doctors come in and say something the other day and I was like, why would you ever say that to someone? Like you, you, all you're doing is just putting a death sentence on someone. And it's like um, they, they don't realise the power their words, their words hold for a lot of people. For me, it doesn't hold anything because I, I unless it's a accident, emergency, I, when it comes to chronic illness and stuff, I know they're yeah. absolutely full of nonsense. But um, when for a lot of people, that 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 period of time is a death sentence for them, right? So for well, I've already had f- f- pretty much five years of uh, martial arts mindset training, right? And- I was listening to my body, not listening to them, and I didn't want any labels um, assigned to me. Um, So I said, you know, I'll I'll take it under advisement, and I walked out. And what that meant was I will listen to my body and do what needs to be done. So how did they they find the the cancer cells? What tests did they they do? I was seeing a guy, and he was extremely vain. And I was running, walking around with him. And when we went out, my nose was permanently dripping. And he kept saying to me, will you please go and get this checked out? Will you please? It looks terrible. You look like you've been sniffing cocaine or something. You know, he was extremely vain. He didn't like the way it looked. So one day I just said, all right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get it checked out. I'll get my, see if my sinuses are, are what they're doing, you know. Because I, they, you know, I thought maybe an allergy to something, maybe pollution. They'd built a huge bus garage behind my house, round about the same time it was finished, and uh, it was round about then. My nose was streaming for months, many months, and um, so I did go and get it checked out. I thought they were going to tell me it was something to do with menopausal, because you know I'm in my late forties, and no, when I went for the results, they were, were very, we're very sorry. Um, there's very little hope. We we have found non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and it's spread everywhere okay and you said well I said well how, how, what does that mean how long how long do you what, what are you saying you know I was absolutely gobsmacked and uh, they, they said well within 100 days so like three months and so, I was like yeah okay but not today though yeah <laughs> so, not today so so, so yes, I'm is... fine in this moment right. I was about to say to you, when you went there, so there's 100 days and most of that I shot them, but when you went there, was you feeling bad? Did you feel like you had anything that no, would have killed in 100 days? Honestly, I just had a dripping nose. The only thing that would have killed you in 100 days would have been the chemotherapy they had to put you on. What they wanted to do was cut a great big slash down the front of my abdomen, remove the metal wall and go in with what they call a gamma knife, which would have left me on... Zapped with radiation, like like it's it's it's. I think it's two hundred times stronger than standard radiation, uh, standard radiotherapy. Mm. And then I would have been on kidney dialysis for three to four times a week, progressing up to five or six times a week. And I was like, "Are you out of your minds?" I was paralyzed for seven years. I can now walk, run, and dance, have sex, and you know, you 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 think I'm going to paralyze myself again? Not in a million years. I'd rather die. And that was that. And and what did they say? They, 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 they I, just, I just left them to it. I've left them arguing with myself. So they were you know, you're battling cancer. I said, like, no, no, love. You're battling cancer. I'm 
just being me. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, this is the thing I always say to people. This is what people don't. So they don't realise that doctors cut, burn, poison, medicate. They fight disease, whereas what we do and people like that, we regenerate health. We don't. We don't deal with disease. We deal with the person who's got uh, a disease. But even then, the fact that you walk in feeling fine, you think someone had a hundred days to live, they would be. You think I'd have something or some keys? You're feeling, if especially with, with non Hodgkin's lymphoma, you feel that you'd be in a, in a very bad way. In a, in a way that a hundred days to live. So I mean, you're, you're talking a third of a year. You know, two, well, three and a bit months. You 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 think someone's going to be very very ill. The fact I know. That you I was just a bit tired. I thought maybe it was the flu coming on or something like that. You know, I didn't because I was eating really healthfully because I had had the dramatic weight loss. I was eating really healthily, eating really well, taking really good care of myself. I didn't understand what they were saying, and I didn't believe it for one moment. So so just for the people out there, when was this diagnosis? Um, December the 3rd, 2015. So um, almost, yeah, so almost five years, for five years, yeah. So cool, that's a long 100 days. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long hundred days. So, um, so, I'm, and if you listen to them, imagine how different life could have been. Honestly, honestly, I, I, I can't tell you. I mean, my first instincts were run, run, run. Look at how they treated you when you when you lost all your ab- abdominal organs. Run, get the hell out of there, and you know, I mean, I was in shock. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Of course, of course, you're being shocked. Yeah, yeah, you're being shocked. About three weeks solid, and I was, you know, I had to peel myself off the ceiling every day just to sit up and do day to day things. But after I got over that initial terrifying shock, I was absolutely fine. And I started saying to people, you know, please don't talk to me like, you know, I'm some sort of victim. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying this. This is bullshit. You know, I just want to be me. Please just. Just carry on treating me exactly the same. Needless to say, nearly everyone I know now is is new because I didn't want to be treated like that woman that had cancer, you know? It's amazing how many people that you know know a version of yourself that doesn't exist anymore as well. It's like they want to hold on to the old you because it a lot of times gives them safety, whereas the new you can it can actually bring up, it can make them feel less than. You know, if you've gone to greater and bigger things and they haven't, they like to try and bring you down to who you were before or try and recognise you as who you were before because that allows them um, some safety net into what they've been doing. So it's it's no coincidence that people I know that have all going going places and doing things, their circle changes to people that are more aligned with what they're, they're doing. Um, and so, I mean, four years, well, 16, 17, 18, yeah, about four years ago, sorry, four years ago. Um, that's, that's, that's awesome. And so and from that, have you had, have you been back and had any tests for, for cancer? No, um, so I, I had uh, thermal imaging last year and then this year um, completely gone. And, and what did and what did you do? Did, did you, what did you do? What what did you do to heal yourself? So miraculously, as they would put it under in the in the in the uh, medical industry, they'd put it under miraculous recovery. What was your miraculous recovery? Did you go to to Lords and drink, <laughs> drink the holy water? I I I changed. I completely changed my nutritional um, intake. I ate for certain areas of the body rather than um, as a diet with the word die in it I always say um I ate to target certain areas of the body so 
at different times of the day, I'd be focused on my kidneys or focused on my liver or focused on my non-existent immune system. And I would just basically, I had to grow a core, so from scratch. So I was very, very sensitive in anything coming up to jeopardize that. And I was hanging on to it no matter what. So once I'd got a core in there, in the abdomen, so I was eating to enhance that area. So even though organs were missing, I was still feeding it and still enhancing it. And then I moved on to um, Rick Simpson's CBD oil, which I made myself. Um, so once this goes out, you know, I totally expect uh, some sort of uh, backlash from that. But no, I did the whole I know, 100 minutes. Yeah, I've I've got if uh, tell me what episode number it is, but I've interviewed Rick Simpson. Um, so yeah, yeah backlash yeah. on that. I was there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I made my own. I did the whole hundred grams of that. So I lost about three months doing that because obviously you know you are on the ceiling. Um. And then I moved on to um asking people to help me uh finish the job with a high strength vitamin C and Shavinus. At a private clinic, which you basically go and they uh, hook you up to a machine, and 100 milligrams of high-strength vitamin C goes in, and it's pretty pricey every day. So uh, members of the public who follow me on Facebook, they actually raised the money for that, and they were saying, "No, you are a dragonfly lady. You have to make it." And they they paid for the treatment basically, and so I went for that for three months, 12 weeks. And then it was almost all gone, but there was still some lingering. So I had a second round six months later and then last year. And then since then, I've just basically been learning, learning, learning uh, and eating and changing everything that I've put into my body. And most re- most recently now, you know, I made sure that I was in full, you know, it was fully all gone before I contacted you because I didn't want that coming back up to bite me on the ass and jeopardizing what we were doing so well the, the, thing, the thing for people out there as well Helen it's like it's different I would like to say to people everyone likes to think that their illness is unique but the way you heal anything is the way you heal everything with a few subtle differences and I try and say to people because someone said I've got this I've got that it's, yeah wherever your weakness is that's what comes out and people don't people don't understand that obviously there's there's lifestyle and diet factors and there's things like you've done there hydrogenated vitamin c therapy there's lots of different things there's NHD now there's lots of different ways to go about it and powerful immune boosting and people don't you know vitamin c therapy intravenous vitamin c therapy vitamin c therapy in in general I mean people don't understand how powerful it is and um, I mean Dr Richard uh, Dr Richard Klenner I think it was Dr Klenner in 1940 cured 60 out of 60 cases of polio yeah. with vitamin C and that was a terrible form of vitamin C um, and people don't understand how powerful it is and then obviously you got all different vit- vitamins vitamin D D which is not really a vitamin but I mean there's so many different ways to go about it in terms of it, things you can do to uh, to um, to boost someone's immune system uh, to, to increase health you know Clonic hydrotherapies, minerals. Yeah, there's loads. There's so many things. I mean, saunas. I mean, you can go into a lot of different things. I mean, and it, now there's more and more things. There's more and more things coming out. And um, like, um, red light therapies. I mean, there's so many things that they've got. Um, sound healings, float tanks. I mean, you go into it. And so. Oh, I became a sound healer in the process as well. Right. Um, I did the diploma in, in uh, vibrations. And I was basically pl- placing a singing bowls, various notes of singing bowls over my abdomen. 
and using them. And my little boy, my miracle son, he's also a sound healer and he does the work as well. So on the days when I was too tired or I was just too um, weak, for want of a better word, he would be over me with the singing bowls and the gong and everything. So, so yeah, I had a fairly constant stream of vibration changing therapy as well, which we did at home ourselves. Listen, it's really important. Like people, once again, it's all energy, it's all frequency. This is what people need to. I try to say these people. I've said it a few times on the podcast, and I say it again, like when people eat stuff, instead of thinking of like good and bad food, think of it like positive energy frequencies. Different, they're all different. Positive energy's got lots of different frequencies. If you're putting positive frequencies into your body, certain things are going to unblock chakras. They're going to give your body what it wants in terms of the frequency to heal. Um, and that comes from like the same as like vitamin C. It's a positive frequency, or a green drink is a positive frequency compared to something that's going to be a negative frequency. And so it's it's an easier way to think about things like that for people. But sounding sound is huge. It's why music can change people's. Um, psychology and physiology just like that mm. like, you can put on like a good song people like all of a sudden they start jumping around because it's the frequencies people love it but as compared to like you put on a sad song people can start feeling you know it's what music and you even watch a film how much the music in a film can make you feel scared or it can make you feel happy or sad and it's all frequencies and so it's really um it's, it's powerful to um people to realize that so you got to the point where you got rid of it, um, but when you come to us, there were still certain things that you wanted to work on, right? Yeah, because I had been eating to target cancer cells for quite a consistent long period of time. Um, I'd been eating in, in a way to banish stuff from my body. And so I really, because I'd learned quite, the bulk of the work that I was doing I'd actually learned it from your podcast and your guests you know I'd go away and contact them privately and say look this happened to me I need advice on this you know and, I, and I'd be learning I'd be constantly learning but I it started from your journey um I was feeding off your experience and because you know I have 100% respect for you because you've gone through quite a journey yourself and come out the other side um and so you know I'd rather listen to someone like that that's already been there and so I was following you for quite a while and um yeah so I wanted help with just just enhancing my body because I'd been able to get my health to a certain level but then it kept dropping back and getting back up to that same level then dropping back and then getting back up to that same level I wanted to go past that level and I was getting more and more frustrated and tired and I thought well obviously I'm missing something um something key and obviously I was missing something key, which I've now since learned with, with working with yourself. But also, like I said, you know, my whole circle is, is brand new. Um, I didn't know where to turn. You know, people, there's only, only so many times you can sit there and you're staring into space and people will go, you know, where are you? What are you, what are you thinking? And you go, I'm just, I'm just wondering what, what I should plan for eating later. And, you know, there's only so many times you can say that before people start getting fed up. But I'm very, very extremely dedicated and driven and you know there isn't a single minute of the day where I am, I'm not thinking of some way of enhancing myself well when you've and been through it yeah well when you've been through it it's as I say to people like you don't do healthy things and become a healthy person you become a healthy person mentally and then just the healthy things just come and say like when you know, I think about people say stuff to me if I go on a trip or whatever I'm doing and I'm doing things different sometimes people say oh isn't that hassle I'm like 
No, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, what taking certain things with me, uh, or, or doing things a certain way, or you know, opting out of the airport scanner. You know, all these things that people will think is a hassle. It's just, me, it's just me. You know, it's just what I do. And same as you, it's just who you become. And so, so I wanted to get same and as I you. People treat you like you were well, weird. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like that. You're, but, you're. But, yeah, you know, I have albinism, so I don't have any pigment. So I've got you know pure white hair, eyelashes. My skin's very pale. And so I, I get treated weirdly anyway. Mm. But but once I open my mouth and start start going on with all this this like food and drink stuff, and it's like people were like, "Oh, go on, just just you know, have some ice cream. Have some, I don't eat sugar. Sugar feeds cancer cells." But they um, but they haven't been. But this is the thing. Yeah, like, they haven't been. Like they haven't been. They just don't understand. Yeah, they haven't. I'm yeah. talking rubbish. You but, know. But they haven't been where they are. But the, your story should be evidence enough of like where you were and where you come from to get someone to understand like what you're talking about because um you know as you said before it's why you said you listen to me because of what i've been through so it's why i want to get you on the podcast so i want people to understand like this is a lady that's been through all this trauma before told that she wouldn't be able to walk again went through all that then got diagnosed with um with cancer 100 days left to live and she's still here looking better than she's ever done feeling better than she's ever done four years later because she didn't listen to the conventional mainstream nonsense which would have had her in the ground 100 days later you know and she's still here with her kids 30 days because if i'd have gone down that road i would have given up yeah and and well this is the thing it's the same with people this is the whole thing about like chemotherapeutic drugs and uh and the drugs they use are anzacs they use for hiv and aids so these are drugs that completely destroy the immune system and people wonder why people are dead like the drug aids uh, if we, people are looking to aids and hiv there's a great person out there called dr robert wilmer who's got a great podcast a great video out there a great book called the deadly deception talks about how you can't catch aids from sex uh, you, you'd need a whole blood transfusion he used to get someone on stage where who had AIDS and he used to take blood out of them and inject it into themselves on stage and say you can't get AIDS from from that you need a whole blood transfusion and you get it from all you get it from other deficiencies and he goes into a big talk about it and it's about how someone would go to see them um test them for AIDS there was no actual test for AIDS antibodies they just test for high antibodies and whatever you have a cold they say oh you've got AIDS they'll start giving you these drugs and within like three months you'd be dead you get a little bit better when they get you on a tr- blood transfusion Obviously, there's more to the story than this. I'm giving the cliff notes. But these drugs that they give you to fight these things are just immune-suppressing drugs that completely destroy people. And and people don't understand that. You know what the funny thing is? It's even like if you watch the film out called Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey where he negates all the things they're doing. He starts getting in all the... All the supplements that are boosting him up. Everyone's feeling really healthy. What happens? They realise he's doing this. They shut him down. He has to go back on their drugs. And what happens is he's in the ground. So, you know, who's taking well, yeah, for his? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Going back to Jason Christoph is talking about self-sabotage and mm. how the system keeps you small. Um, that totally resonated with me because when they removed my spleen and three-quarters of my pancreas, they told me I'd have immune deficiency for the rest of my life. I'd never be able to use a public swimming pool go to the gym, sauna, any of those things. And I was heartbroken because I've been a swimmer since I was a toddler. But if you believed them, that would have been the truth. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't take any of their drugs. I never took any of their immune suppressant therapy. Um, I just didn't want it. I was like, well, no, well, you know, I'm, I'm dying. Right, right? You just you, you told me I'm dying. I Therefore, yeah, just let me be. You know, I don't want to know. Um it, it, it's like they, 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 when I was when I was injured, they were constantly plying me with mind-numbing tranquilizers, and then telling everybody I was mental. 
you know, because I was saying, you know, this isn't how I want to be. And I didn't have a choice because I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. You know, I, I pleaded with my husband at the time. I mean, I've since divorced, but I pleaded with him at the time. Please don't let anyone walk in the room and inject me with anything. And, you know, he would just sit there like a dummy. You know, people would just walk in the room, walk around the beds and stick something in my leg. You know, and I'd be like, what is it? What is it? You know, and it was like this constant conveyor belt of drugs. So as soon as I could, I didn't. I walked away from all of that. I didn't want to know about that, you know. Uh, I mean, I completely understand. I've, I've met people I talk to in the database when we do consultations. I mean, just today I was on the phone to a lady and she's on um, 12 different drugs. And I was like, how are you expected to feel good when you're on this much medication? And she's like, I know it's not doing me any good. I was like, well, why are you taking it then? She said, well, because the doctor said so. I was like, okay. But uh-huh. what, 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 what would your, you know, your mum used to say to you when you're younger, if someone jumped off the cliff, would you follow them? Would you do it? It's like the same thing. It's like, well, is it working? Is, here's, the, here's, the, here's the simple, I like to go back to simple stuff. Is it working? No. Cool. So why don't you stop? And this is this is the thing. It's like um, so, so, so going to lots of different areas here. But is it working? It's like okay, you're fighting cancer. We're gonna give you an immune suppressing drug. Well, surely I need my immune system need to fight. Yeah. System so to surely fight. I need to remember my immune system to fight cancer. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Um, and so this is where all these things are. Are, are, are it's, it's like he said. They, as Jason talks, talks about a lot, and David Icke and people like that talk about. They invert stuff. They make you think that black is white and white is black. And yeah, they, it's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. But when you're fighting the the, the when you're the fear stands away. When you're fighting it, they do they do come at you pretty heavy handed. I mean, they were looking at me whether I was a good parent. They were looking at me whether. I was, you know, a solid individual, whether I had mental illness. They were looking at all these things, and I was like, for God's sake, you know, I, I'm injured. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with my my brain. I'm, that, you know, of course I'm overwhelmed. Of course I'm upset because you keep doing things that I have said that I specifically do not want. And this was like a, it was like a revolving door. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's, it's like, it's like I, um, uh, uh, the guy I interviewed, Stephen, and who, who whose child they who died, um, they tried in Canada. Um, I can't remember his surname. He's um, no David Stevens, and uh, yes. and he and they were like tr- they tried to he has to go away to the Supreme Court. They tried, they put him away for not for being negligence because of what they think is right. And, it, and it's it gets to yeah. that point where it frustrates you to the point where your cells and your body get infuriated because it's just like the law is what they're saying is complete and utter nonsense fabrication because it's a law or because because someone someone with a wig has said that's what goes it's it's like the law of the land and, and, and what is compared to what they you know i mean it's just if you listen to the david's uh david's story i've actually interviewed him on here go back yeah, and listen to it. it yeah not so i'm talking to the uh, the audience but yeah yeah go, go back and listen to it and and the result he's got now all the way to the high court shows that they fabricated evidence shows that they hid stuff to try and put him away it's amazing and people will talk about conspiracies it's like they are being committed everyday conspiracies and, and try and helen's living proof here like of what you can do when you don't listen to the advice that you know in a day as, as you said Helen, if i'm going to be dead anyway well leave me let me go in peace because you know it's funny that you didn't feel like you were dying but they told you you were dying um and that's a, that's like and so a, my take on it was well if 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 that is going to be a thing for me it's going to be my way not yours uh, and so 
Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing that you're living, living your life in your terms. So when so when so when you came to us, what was the things that you were still looking to to work on? Because I know oh, we've done a few. <laughs> well, throughout all the the treatments and the various eating, I had put on sixty pounds, and um, I'd lost I think forty when I contacted you, and I really wanted to lose another 65 and I really wanted to get it over 65 months I wanted to lose about 25 pounds so that was in the back of my mind because I never wanted to be a big person ever again either um I was I'd been growing a beard and I one of the first things I said to you was you know I just want to be a woman mm. you know I don't make, don't make me do anything that's going to make me even more masculine I don't want I've been fighting for so long and not not fighting, but you know you have to have an aggressive approach mm-hmm. to tackle certain things. And so I felt like I had been aggressive for quite a long time, and I wanted to be feminine and pretty, and just enjoy being a woman for what for for a while. And uh, so that was one of the other things was getting in touch with my you know feminine being, and also um, learning a different way to eat that's going to sustain me for life for a very long time, not just, you know, because I had been eating to target certain conditions and certain illnesses, and I I wanted to know how to not injure myself. Um, there's, you know, people have, a lot of people have the mindset where they come through a certain set of circumstances, and they're saying, oh, great, I can get back to how I was before. But how I was before this happened to me was massively overweight and really unhealthy and unfit. And, I, you know, I, I, I don't ever want to be like that again. So that wasn't a thing for me. I didn't want to be back how I was before. You're, I wanted to be new and improved and carry on being it. Exactly. Same as me. Yeah. Time. Well, you look in the mirror and you go, this is how I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, like that. So I wanted to follow somebody that was already doing it. So I contacted you and said, you know, please help me. I keep getting these sores on my skin. I'm obviously eating something that's not, it worked before, but now it's not working. I'm getting sores on my skin. They're very deep. They're very, very painful. Um, Hair's growing through. Uh, I can't cope with this, you know, and and I I wanted you to help me. And I think I actually started crying when you said you would because I was so relieved that somebody actually listened to me and heard what I said because that was was new. Nobody really takes any notice of what I say, which is quite... um, you know, when I say I'm going to, if I say I'm going to plant a rocket on the moon and get out and walk naked on it for half an hour, you know, people should just buy tickets because it's obviously a done deal because I've just said it. Mm. Yeah, that's the sort of person I am. So, I, I, you know, being heard the first time I've opened my mouth is quite rare. And, you know, I was really humbled and thank, thankful. It was, it was, I mean, absolutely welcome. And that's what I think, I mean, I did a video on it yesterday, like how can you know what people need without, if you don't listen to them or if you haven't asked them the questions. And we go through quite a, quite a, um, a deep consultation, but not just that. I remember one of the first things that I remember, you, you, may, you may forget, sometimes happens because you, you, you don't realise it anymore, but I remember you saying that you had the, your bowel movements for the first time you had a great yeah. bowel movement in a long period of time. And that's a lot of it. So for people that are obviously listening to our podcast are probably in the know. They know how important the gut is and gut health is. But like for someone who'd been eating even a particular way to to starve off cancer, doing that, the fact your gut still wasn't right uh, in terms of getting that. Well, say right. Also, you've had trauma to it, and you've and you've had things taken out, and it's not as everyone else is. But the fact that um, we could then get that better for me was huge because it just showed that everything was moving in the right direction. I mean, I think, so. Pre- 
as well. I think it was within 10 days of starting the program. I actually went to the toilet and I thought, what the hell's going on? You know, it was a shock to my system. I, I had to actually sit down for 20 minutes and take it, absorb what had just happened. That I had, my body had made a normal stool. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was, you know, I screamed out to the kids. I was like calling my daughter saying, I've just gone to the toilet. But no, she yeah. what do you mean, mum? <laughs> I said, well, I've just had a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really... Yeah. Phenomenal, you know, they were jumping up and down and clapping. But it's it's people it's just simple things that people forget, like if you haven't been there, these sort of things and getting once you get the bowel movement, get a bit out and then all it was it's just getting the body to find its equilibrium again. I always say like you never healed anyone, we're just giving the body the right circumstances to do that because the body's natural state is natural state is health, it wants to be healthy. We just have to give it the right circumstances to do that and point in the right direction, and which we do. And when people follow, you know, the, the only people we aren't, we aren't able to help are generally people that aren't going to follow what we say because in a day, like I can't make people do it. And the other, the others are people that have been so destroyed by conventional medicine that their bodies. It's it's just like clinging on, uh, and we can do a certain amount of things. But sometimes, you know, these drugs that they use are very very powerful, and people can be detoxing from chemotherapy from decades later, you know, because their cells have been so so destroyed, so hit hard by these things. They uh, they're they're powerful powerful drugs. Um, you know, people people don't realize what chemotherapy was used to. For you, but I haven't had a chance to send it over. Um, just yet, because you've you've been a bit uh, you've been away and you've been a bit uh, preoccupied the last few days. So oh, yeah, I yeah. Proper chance, but basically, uh, why I went with revive is because your body, with me having to have had to grow a core and muscle tone from scratch because I had none. Um, being with revive, it, it's put me in mind of this: that inside your abdominal cavity, imagine you have a bowl of water. And when things are out of balance, it tips and some of the water spills out. And your job is to go through life is to keep this bowl centered so that nothing falls out and it's full of energy and it's full of water and it sustains you. But when things are out of, you know, out of kilter, it flips, flops to the side or it flops forward and you lose uh, vital fluid. And so being with Revive, it stabilizes that bowl. It keeps your mind focused on what you're putting in. What are you doing? You know, do you really have to sit there and graze eat for a movie? Do you really have to? Or, or, or you know, are you going to think about what you're actually putting into this bowl that's going to turn into this magic liquid that's going to sustain your life? I think that Revive is like that. It's like an invisible bowl in your abdomen that you're going through and you're carrying and you're feeding it, you're, you're, you're nurturing it and you're, you're loving it and keeping it nice, keeping it nice and level and balanced. And, you know, you're there every day. How are you doing? You know, and conversation. And, and it's, it's really good because it keeps your mind focused. It's having the support that's it's just missing everywhere else, everywhere I've been. It's been me, myself and I. And that's been really, really hard. And my children, obviously. Mm. Um, it's been really, really hard. So having somebody just on the end of a microphone is is, is quite phenomenal. I, I can't even put it into words. Because I have been, you know, pushed from pillar to post. And I have had, had to claw my way through, literally, by the tips of my fingernails. And I've done that alone. And so now to have 
come this far and the thought of doing something that might damage my insides was terrifying to me and I just didn't want that and so you know I came to the person who would know and you know here we are sort of start of 11th the 11th week yeah and you know I've never felt more thriving more full of energy more a bursting of life I've never felt more you look, energized you look it in my entire life you look at it like you can see it radiates from the outside and this is this is what i say thank you very much for that i say you had it it's like for me it's why i love working with people like yourself because you know it's it makes my job easy because i'm to say this is that you've got a question we answer it, we go there there i always say to people like you know <laughs> healing is never linear it's never a to b sometimes you go down a road okay didn't work we go down another one or whatever it is that's why that's why i feel that level of support is so important because Everyone's different. Everyone's body's different. It reacts differently. People, some people might get some results very, very quickly. Others might take a little bit longer. We're not robots. Everyone's got different mental, emotional issues going on, financial, romantic, maybe fam family things going on. So the body, the people don't realize the body summates stress and all this comes up. So, so I think it's important. I don't understand these programs where people don't get that support because it, people need it. Obviously, sometimes you need to take a little, little bit of time for things to embed, but having someone there even coaches need coaches i have coaches in certain levels of life and it's just it's just really important to have that support and so before that's why i like working with people like well, i i always ask a question before people come on board i said why do you think you're a good fit for the program because i want to make sure that people i'm working with are going to want to be there and i always ask them how how committed they are on a scale of one to ten to getting the results and anything below a seven i don't have much interest in because i'm like you're not you're not there yet you're not going to be ready to do what needs to be done when you get to a certain level of health and and you're able to step outside the lines a little bit, it's fine. You get back on in the, on the horse or whatever you might do. I always say to people, it's not what you do every now and again that matters. It's what you do the majority of the time. So people like Christmas, for example, they have a birthday. It's like don't don't worry. Um, it's not what you're doing all the time. But people that are just not willing to live the life. Um, I said before, it is a lifestyle. It's a different way of approaching life. You're not going to go down. To, to to the to the cafe with your mates and have a fry up every morning and, and have the coffee and, and and combine all these foods and, and it's just a nightmare and if you do you'll, you'll learn the hard way not to do it again very quickly because it, it, it hurt it was listening to jason christoph that made me go caffeine free yeah i i, I the funny thing is with that I, I have always i've never been to coffee and when my first mentors years ago meet ruben tabaris i've interviewed him on his he's phenomenal yeah. ruben and uh and then Graham, I've never been into coffee. I've always anything that stimulates the central nervous system um, synthetically, like artificially, anything that depletes your body of minerals and vitamins, anything that yeah, I mean, people will say it's always full of antioxidants. Yeah, well, so is like a blueberry, you know, or so is a lot of other other spinach. foods. Yeah, spinach and and powdered arco tea, cat's grill tea, cajun pedro. You've got graviola teas. I you've love got, the teas. Yeah, you've got so many other teas that are immune boosting, anti-parasitic, antimicrobial, like a million things that they're doing. And you don't need to have coffee. Coffee for most people is a social thing, or it's something because they're so. And then what happens is the body gets so used to that here. The body is very, very clever. Not only has it got a circadian rhythm, it's actually got a weekly cycle. So, for example, if you play football every every Tuesday evening, the body will give you more energy Tuesday evening because it knows you're going to be playing sport. Well, 24-hour cycle, it knows that every 24 hours at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, you're going to be having a coffee. It just, it, it, and it releases adrenaline. It's, 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 a, it's a nightmare. I mean, it's the most heavily sprayed crop in the world. Um, it's very, very toxic. It's full of mycotoxin, a lot of it, aflatoxin. I mean, it's, 
it's a nightmare for a lot of people. Obviously, people get addicted to it, but I think a lot of people as well get addicted to the fact it's a social thing. It's a bit become like a instead of smoking, people go for a coffee. Um, but you can go for. I felt, I felt ashamed when I was listening to Jason speaking. Quite a few times I've heard him speaking now. And when I kept listening, I just kept repeating. I just kept playing them again and again and again and again. And I felt more and more a degree of, of shame because I was that person that was waking up in the morning reaching for my two, three cups of coffee before I could function. I was that person. But and, my- and I went caffeine-free. I just stopped doing it. I just when- kept playing the podcast on repeat, and I just stopped doing it, just like that, just like a heartbeat. People, that voice. people don't understand how powerful it is because yeah. because caffeine, it's most. I used to when I used well, to work Jason's in a gym. Voice is evidently stronger than caffeine. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> the, well. The funny thing is proof. Like when I, I used to live in work in a gym and I used to go into it and literally I was the only person out of it. It didn't um, didn't drink caffeine, didn't drink coffee, and they would all look like death in the morning. And I'd be like, what's the matter? Yeah. I can just get out of bed and I can just go. These people needed like a cup of coffee or two, and I just be like, that can't be right. Like you're literally having to put something into you that makes you I feel alive. Involved with anything I needed to have that I knew was bad. I didn't want to be in that position no. ever that- again. That's why I said I came to revive so that I could have a future and not damage my body. So what? So what? We, so for example, you know, instead of having the coffee, there's other things you can have, and what, and what you're having now. I mean, you've got your um, you've got your ancient and brave cacao and collagen. You've also got your teas or green drinks, and living and, you're, and but, yeah, living fuel. Well, that's one of the things I was going to say to you. But the best thing that you're doing as well, and then what, what we get people to do is you're intuitively eating and you're listening to your body, and it's making a huge difference. For example, if you're not hungry, you don't just go and shove loads of food down, right? You you go, okay, I'm not hungry now. I might need some nutrients. I might have a green drink or something like that, which is powerful. Um, and there's a lot of people. People, society, people, you know, the funny thing is everyone knows that or everyone says that or breakfast is the most important meal of the day, everyone knows that or things like that and society, or they say, they say, they talk a lot of bullshit. Um, and it's programming, it's programming, everything is being programmed in from an early age but you see, okay, as a psychologist wet dream if you will, uh, my miracle son is, is uh, home ed- homeschooled and he wouldn't dream of doing any of those things. He, I mean, we go out and he's like, you know, I'm not hungry, mum. You know, and then you offer him stuff. And he's like, so go on, you pick whatever you like. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't want any of it. You know, and then we'll get home and he'll be like, right, can I, have, can I have that? You know, and he'll point and he'll be reaching for my shakes or, or my vegetables or, or whatever, you know, or he'll ask me to do him chicken breasts or whatever, you know. He eats real food. It's, 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 as I said before, it's programming. And once people understand that, that's why people, it's funny, some of my mates are like it. They just keep, they're continuously eating. I'm like, you don't need to be eating that much, mate. Oh, yeah, well, I'll get, I'll get low energy. I was like, you just, you, 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 that's it's, why it's, you yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, because you're too busy digesting food. So that's awesome. So we're, we're so we're eleven weeks in. We've got a bit bit further to go, um, and yeah, it's awesome the results again. What's what's uh, the other thing you're doing at the moment, Helen? You've been talking, right? You've been out giving presentations. Yes. How's yes. that been going? I I went to the Public Speakers University in July, and I was an absolute wreck. My legs were shaking. I couldn't breathe. And the reason was because I didn't feel 100% healthy. Really? I, 
I felt alien to myself. I was away from home. I was doing this intensive course. I got through the course and I graduated and I passed. However, straight after that, I contacted you because I knew that if I carried on the way I was going, I would be ill within a year. I knew it. I could feel it coming on because when I was away from home and I was doing this intensive course to to learn to be a public speaker, um, I was crashing and I felt really, really unwell. I couldn't put my finger on what it was. I just felt really unwell and really unhealthy. Even though I knew I wasn't unhealthy, I just felt really unhealthy and out of sorts. So I thought, right, that's it. That's it. And so I started the programme. And then, so yeah, so I've been doing public speaking since then. Um, I met uh, one of the coaches that was on the Public Speakers University. She and I clicked and bonded, Lisa King. Uh, We clicked and bonded, and she's been having me at her events, and I've been speaking, and it's been phenomenal. It's been absolutely, absolutely amazing. I mean, this is this people. This one of the messages I want to get people, whether it's with us or it's with someone else they resonate with, it's like sometimes taking that step. You know, and just doing it. People talk about, oh, give all the excuse. People say, you know, oh, I haven't got the finances, or I haven't got the time, I haven't got this. When it when it comes down to it, when you're well, first of all, when you're ready, you'll do it. But the difference between working, I've like I said before, I've got coached in different areas of my life, and I know taking the taking the step and working with them has been going from here to there, from staying stuck to going there. And it's something that you just said there. You know, it's something you 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 know me for two or three or two years or whatever. But when you finally come to it, you're like, okay. And the difference has been. How, I mean, how, what would I, what would I say to you, not because it, it happens not just with us, but with other people who are doing really good work as well. From when you joined us 11 weeks ago to where you are now, how long do you reckon that would have taken you to get there on your own? Oh, um, at least at least 18 months, probably more. Yeah. And so, yeah. That, and so it saves you a lot of time, right? You see, because I feel that it's a huge display of strength asking someone for help. 100%. I feel like I'm so proud of myself that I, I made that contact with you. I think it was after Stephanie's podcast. She really touched me because I'd listened to all the books. She was talking books on her podcast and I'd listened to them all already. And I was thinking, but wait, this is where I need to be. These are the people I need to be speaking with. This is what, you know, and I contacted you. So, you know, I, I felt phenomenally stronger because of that, just that one initial contact. Um, and then since then, it's been, you know, daily. So, you know, it's been, I know that if I'm worried about any slightest little thing, I don't contact you all the time, you know, but if I was worried about any slightest little thing, I can. Mm. That, you know, just having that, it's like a safety net. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think it would have taken me at least 18 months. And certainly I've lived with pain in my face and under my skin for such a long time now that being able to just sit here and talk, I had stopped talking I had to stop talking to people because moving my face, was it used to hurt so bad with the sores and everything all around my chin. I think I was sending you daily photos of the process. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it comes out. Yeah, I remember I remember you sending those pictures. They were. It did look very sore. It was so painful. I, I had to stop talking. I stopped using the phone. I had. I never wanted to be seen. I didn't want, I didn't want, you know, I, I just couldn't handle it. The, the nerve pain was so intense. It was making my eyes flicker and everything. So just being able to sit here and talk like this is completely life-changing. It's life-enhancing. Mm, that's awesome. I know you've got to get to a uh, – what you got today? You're going somewhere? 
I'm going to the theatre with my friend Georgina. We're going to see some jazz. Nice. It's 1920s New Orleans jazz pianist and uh, lady. Where, where's uh, that? At Wilton's, uh, Wilton's Music Hall. It's one of the oldest music halls originally built in the 1920s, still left in London. Oh, nice, nice. So nice. it's near Allgate East. Oh, okay, all right. So it's uh, near the city sort of way. All right, I got you. Proper yeah. wood floorboards, um, proper, proper authentic uh, experience oh, to nice. go there. Awesome. So enjoy that. I'm going to let you go because I know you've got to leave in like 15 minutes. But thank you very much for coming on, Helen. We'll get, we'll get you, uh, I'm sure people... See, after listening to you for so long and, so, and all the guests that you've had on, it's, I'm just incredibly humbled to be here and blown away that you wanted to do this. I wanted to talk to you because people that have got, um, we do a lot of people with a lot of, a lot of issues. Some people like to keep their stuff private. Other people are quite happy to document it. I'm one of them people because I know the more that you document, you, you can change people's, people's lives. And I remember with Stefan here because people don't realise how much the mental and emotional and the physical are intrinsically linked. And then I wanted to get someone like you on here because your story is fascinating one. Someone who's gone through so much, someone who's, who's been told they by the medical industry more than once they won't be able to walk, they won't be able to do the things they love, that they have cancer, they've got 100 days to live, and you ignored it, you're still here four years later. Not only are you here, you're here thriving and living life better than you ever have, looking great. So, I mean, people, for people, if people see that you can come out of things, what can they do? Honestly, I, I don't think I'm anything um, too magical. You know, I'm just an ordinary person. Hundred percent, um, but I just I just wanted the very best for myself, and I'm taking it now. I'm doing it. I'm I wouldn't ever settle for anything. I, I don't do half measures. I don't want to know about you know. I don't want anyone suggesting anything to me that goes against the work that we are doing. You know, I just I don't want to know about it. But that's but that's why I mean, and as you said before, people have inspired you, and I'm pretty sure that this will inspire a lot of people, and. Um, that, that, so. That's what I wanted to. Even if it reaches just one person and stops them lying there, willing themselves to die like I was, it would be phenomenal, phenomenal, just to reach just one. Powerful. Because I, I was in a very seriously dark place. I mean, I'd been assaulted in the worst possible way. I'd had a near-death experience. You know, I had died, basically, and a policeman called Steve had brought me back to life. And I've got this huge scar on my neck that I used to cover up with my hair. And uh, since doing this program, I've had all my hair cut, so I, I don't need to hide that anymore. And it feels fantastic. It actually really does, because I was... I don't even know why I was hiding it before. It doesn't look ugly or anything. It's just like a dent in my neck. Yeah. But I was hiding it and clinging on to it. And through doing this, I'm an avid journal keeper, and I teach journaling... Um, as well, I'm, I'm about to release a series of online workshops for that, so look out for those. Awesome. Where, yeah, where is your um... in a book? Yeah, because I'm an avid avid journal keeper. I've been a journal keeper since 2003, um, so I've actually journaled every facet of this process, oh, awesome. going right right back. Um, and it's it's about to become published. I'm about to go fly to New York to sign a contract for that that publishing deal. Um, because I didn't want to just publish it online as a, I wanted a physical book. Awesome. So I've done an amazing deal. Do we get a and, mention? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Joking, yeah. Well, what's, what's the, what's the, so where can people, so when, so. So sorry. when it's, I'm about to fly out to New York to, to finalise the deal and then I'll release details. I'm not allowed to release details private okay. before signing my 
<laughs> I want to get paid, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But so, but would it be? But so, your your your, your website I had them. I'm looking at 20th of January to the 30th of January oh, for release date. Nice. What's your website again, Helen, for people out there? It's um, celebratelifeguild.global. Celebratelifeguild.global. I'll put it in the um, in thing, yes. but, but I'm sure people will be able to find your book on there when it comes out, right? Oh, definitely, 100%. Um, I'll be releasing it, and it will be it, – it will be. I mean, they, the publishers have got offices in Birmingham and New York. Awesome. And it was like they offered me a first-class train ticket to Birmingham, and it's 267 quid it was. And I rang them up and said, but don't you have an office in New York? It's it's only one pound more to fly there. You can fly me there. <laughs> so I'm taking my little miracle boy who – That'd be wicked. He's, yeah, for Halloween we're going. So, um, yeah, okay. how, oh, awesome. you know, my oh. other son is 18 and – he raised his own money for his flight, and and yeah, so we're the three of us are going. Me and my two sons. It's going to be phenomenal. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll, in fact, I got. Can some, you imagine? Can what? you imagine? I've been to New York once last year, but can you imagine after being paralysed, they're walking across the Brooklyn Bridge? Be wicked. You'll, you you'll love it. You'll love it. It'd, it'd be great. It's it's a it's a great Honestly. story. This is why I need. That's why it needs to get out to people, Helen, because people need to to understand. Um, I cried. Bring, I've got to admit, I cried. I, I was in tears walking across the bridge. Just being able to do it, put one foot in front of the other, after after bending down to tap my my shoelaces, it was just phenomenal. Yeah, that's uh, it's. I mean, it is it get get gets people emotional. So it's it's um saying well, your I'm treasure. Not, I'm absolutely in love with the whole process. You know, I cannot wait to go away, take my son, run around, kick up leaves with him in get, Central Park. Get you pictures. Know. Get loads of pictures. Something. Get loads of videos. Yeah. I've got thousands from last year, but this is going to be even better because. I was so overwhelmed last year. Like I said, my headspace was totally different. I was the fear of becoming ill was really high back then, so I don't feel I had a full-on experience. <clears throat> so this year is going to be totally different. Yeah, we've got some good places out there you can you can go to as well. Um, but yeah, we'll get you on uh, some good stuff on the plane as well to keep your immune system nice and strong. But that'd be that'd be great. I really look forward to the book coming out. And um, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on, Helen, sharing your story. It's been really good. Thank you so much for absolutely everything, honestly, for being no, you. No worries. So there we have it, boys and girls. That was the episode with Helen Jacobs. Awesome interview. And, you know, if you're not inspired by her, then I don't know who you're going to be inspired by. Um, being attacked, stabbed in the neck, left for dead, you know, having to go through all that and still give birth to someone and then being diagnosed with cancer, being told you've got 100 days to live, and she's still here today, looking and feeling better than ever, and not letting any of those dire diagnoses from doctors. That You know, I said before, I said in the show, people get diagnosed by doctors, you know, told they've got six months or a year to live. What happens? Inevitably, they're dead in that period of time, because the mind and body are intrinsically connected. They're, the mind's so powerful, it can... It can take a situation that looks dire in one circumstance and positive if you look at it a different way. And whatever way you're looking at it, that's what happened. The placebo effect is huge. So, you know, even believing in stuff and, and not buying his diagnosis. As I said on the, on the show, we don't, doctors like to treat disease, cut, burn, poison, medicate, whereas what we do is we treat a person who has an illness or disease and we regenerate health. Very, very different approach. And it allows us to get the results that they can't and they don't when it comes to chronic illness. So 
if you ever get a diagnosis like well like Helen's, just remember it's not the end, it's not a death sentence, it's just the body crying out for help and it's how you go about it that makes a big difference. And so yeah, anyone who's been dealing with any health issues and they have been struggling and they haven't been able to get through them or come out the other side and they seem overwhelmed and they don't know where to turn, like Helen was, and you're looking for some help and you know you resonate with us, then send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and I'll get back to you as soon as I can um, and we'll be able to book a call to have a chat about if and how we can help you. Or, you know, if, you listen, if you're on Facebook, send me an, an inbox on there or on um, Instagram. Or, yeah, you just uh, go to the www.reviveyourself.co and click on the contact tab and you'll be able to find uh, find a, a way to message me on there and I'll get back to you once again as soon as I can. Um, yeah, just, I mean, so otherwise I always say to people, hiring a coach may seem expensive at the time, but it's a lot cheaper in the long run both financially, in terms of time wasted. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just no need for you to be sitting there in pain and frustration when you know you can get out of it and you know there's a path and a way. Um, and as I always say, coaches have coaches as well. So I know what it's like. And having that support and guidance is crucial. Um, and I know that the support and guidance we give is actually second to none. So, yeah, I'm not trying to blow our own trumpet there. I just know that offer that level, of, that level of support that most people don't it's not just like a, an email support when you're on the clock when you work with us I'm there to give you that one to one attention and any questions you've got I, I'm i there for you um, yeah as always as I said before the show head over to www.reviveyourself.co and click on the shop tab to buy any supplements we've got there EMF blocking devices water filtration systems um, essential oils blue blocking glasses any of like the sun creams, toothpaste, etc. Anything that I mention on the show, if you buy it for our for our shop, it really does help me float this podcast. You know, helps me keep bringing information to you and getting great guests and spending time on it. Because you know, otherwise we, we do give this all out for free, as you, as you know, and it's not a problem. But it just helps us. Um, so if you do buy anything health wise, and you can get it from our shop, then. If you can, that would be great and much appreciated. Otherwise, that's it for this week, guys and girls. Hope you've enjoyed the show. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.